0: Welcome to the very first episode of the Integrity Souls podcast. At Integrity Souls, we have a culture of ecological organisation and learning. The work we are in the world is the work we take on within the business, based on a foundation of integrity in what we do and what we produce. We continually challenge ourselves to learn and grow while having a whole lot of fun. I'm Kim Deans, and I'm joined today by Nicole Masters, who you would all know as our founder of Integrity Souls and I'm really excited to be talking with Nicole today that, about her first book which is due to be released soon The Regenerators for the Love of Soil Nicole welcome and please tell us what inspired you to write this book
1: uh, Thanks Kim I'm super excited that we're getting this podcast off the ground it feels like a long time coming um, what inspired the book well it feels like it's been a really long process and in part it's because I started writing a book like um gosh must be seven seven years ago and I wrote 30,000 words and then somehow it got deleted off Dropbox and it got deleted off my computer and um yeah it took me quite a while to get um, a leg up again and and what inspired me really to to write or feel like I needed to write a book was just the amazing people that um, I have the privilege to meet in my day-to-day life and and Feeling like people, um, you know, know, like there's a lot of mystery around soil health or regenerative agriculture and and just really wanting to produce something to to bring things into the light. Um, And and in a lot of ways, I'm really pleased that the book that got lost seven years ago got deleted because it would not have been the book that this one is. And, you know, I'm really excited about it.
0: Wow, that must have been an amazing experience to go through. But I guess sometimes things happen for a reason when you look back. But oh, you know, totally, totally, that book, that book would have been crap. To get to get back on and write again after that, I, I take my hat off to you because I I can only imagine what a process it's been. Um, yeah, but birthing a book into the world is not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> no,
1: and, and I think um, Joel Salatin really led me astray because Joel um the polyface farmer, if people will be familiar with him uh told uh, you know a group of us that it, it takes him 3 weeks to write a book and i'm like wow cool if you can write it in 3 weeks i can do that and um no i can't do a book in 3 <laughs> weeks so yeah it's taken it's taken 2 years yeah, say. It, it just, it does, it does sometimes feel like a marathon. Like I'm loving the process, but it's like, it's just like, I, is it going to finish soon? You know, I keep telling people about this book. So yeah, I'm really, really excited to, to you know, birth it
0: into the world. Yeah, we're oh, yeah. we're all excited to read it. <laughs> um, you we all know anyone who's been to your workshops would know you're a very gifted storyteller. And what I'm imagining there'll be some good stories in the book. You, have you got any favourite ones you might give us a little bit of a hint about? Oh, it's hard to pick your favourite, so like picking your favourite child—we all know yeah. we have one—but.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I think you know, at the moment I am living on the lawn of the Injilin ranch. And so, I, you know, I feel a great, um, connection to this particular ranch and it's just been extraordinary watching their journey. And, um, uh, you know, I first met them in 2013 at a conference and, um, they came up and, you know, we're talking about the presentation I'd been doing and, and Roger Injilin said, well, um, that's all very well, but it wouldn't work in our environments, in these semi-arid Midwestern environments. And, and I just said, well, why not? And he didn't really have a response to that. And, and then he got thinking and I'm like, look, you can just try this on 20 acres. And um, so they did, you know, they, they got me out and, and we just started small and, and those early results just um, really showed him what was possible and really showed, you know, there's, there's that expectation or observation, I guess, that a lot of landscapes aren't, uh, this is just normal, you know, it's always been like this. And yet, um, we're working in these very disabled, um, dysfunctional landscapes a lot of the time. And, and it's like once we start turning systems on, what becomes possible? So I really enjoy working with them just because they really embody for me. Uh, what the regenerators are, which are these people that are incredibly curious, they have great observation skills, they're, um, they're really connected to nature and, and they're connected to their community. So it's just an absolute joy to work with them.
0: Yeah, and to share their stories, to inspire others. Yeah. It's a really lovely way to be able to share that learning too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So, what do you think people are going to get out of reading the regenerators? What is your hope for them? my my real hope for them i
1: mean often when i visit people they go how is it that you can see these things what are you seeing in my land what are you seeing in my soil or with the animals and um you know i have i think what i feel is like quite a simple triage process in terms of when 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 we're on a piece of land how do we start to identify what are the major enabling factors for success you know what's putting a drag on performance and and where are these points for leverage so I've really tried to lay it out in terms of that triage of if you had to start in one place you know that the first hmm. place what do we need to be looking at is this working well and and really the first place for for function, you know, for function and health on this planet is the sun. Are we capturing sunlight energy? And it's not a given. And what is that process of, of photosynthesis, but digging it into a way that um, is practical on farm. And then the second chapter gets into, well, what's the next limiting factor? Well, the next limiting factor is, um, can you breathe? Is your land breathing? And then using case studies of people that We've identified that the main limit to production and performance is that soils weren't breathing. All right, how do we how do we measure that? How do we monitor it? What does someone do about that? What are all the different actions? And they could be actions that come from addressing your microbes, or your minerals, or your management. Um, yeah, and using those kind of key principles. So what I really hope from people reading the book is that they can start to see where are the actionable places on their own piece of land and, and to take real heart in terms of what people are doing and how fast actually that um, a lot of these producers are actually building soil health. Like it's, it's far, far faster than what the scientific community is saying is possible.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. And it sounds like it goes, it lays another layer for anyone who's worked with you or done your workshops on the triage process through the stories and, and experiences you have to help them really nail that in a more deeper way. Yeah. 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 Um, because I think, yeah, most of the time it is trying to find the right place to start and then how do I approach it, my situation? But yeah, yeah. going deeper yeah. on that. I really yeah. love, and we were talking before about, you know, the amazing process of bringing a book into the world. I know yeah. this is, you know, has been quite a process for you and you, you're publishing the books you're self publishing it in a more regenerative mm. way. Do you want to mm. tell us a bit more about that process and how that's working? Yeah, I'm
1: I'm quite excited. Well, I don't really know yet how, how it's working.
0: <laughs> but I like the
1: idea of, you know, part of what we're seeing is a breakdown in, um, in farming and ranching is that it's the middlemen that actually win out of the process of, of food production. You know, and, and people, you know, the food producers aren't getting paid any more than what they got paid in the 1940s, let's say. So what you got paid for a bushel of wheat has pretty much remained the same. Yet the, the markup on what a, like a loaf of bread is going for now is just, it's just an exponential growth. Like the people that are making the money are the ones that are in between the consumers and the producers. And I, I just felt like, well, why, why not try just direct, directly communicating with people that might be interested in, in in a book rather than going through publishers and, and part of the decision too was that going through the traditional publishing route is it, ta- it can take a really long time and I really feel like I need to get this book out urgently. Like I need to get it out last year. <laughs> yeah. And so it's that how, how do we connect through our mycelial networks like our community networks um, globally and, and how does that bring people closer together? And, you know, talking through this, through the book, I'm like, well, that's a really great way to communicate the actual book and and to share it with, with our communities. And yeah, just like the plants and the microbes do. So that was, that was part of the rationale. And and it's not to say that, you know, in the future, it wouldn't be great to, to work with some publishers, but for now that feels like the right process.
0: Yeah. It really seems to sit well. Yeah. 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 And I guess that whole process of publishing and writing a book, what other mm. things have you learned about um, the whole process and yourself, you know, and I guess the whole sharing the message and the ways we can do that in the world are amazing these mm. days. But, you know, are there any other things you want to share about that whole process and what you've learned? Well, I just—I mean, I really do think we're
1: living in an incredibly connected world, and and that's really exciting. But through the research of, you know, like writing a book, especially a book like this, where there is actually a, you know, I'm I'm, I'm loath to make claims that there isn't some scientific backing to. So I've had to really dig into the research and know that what we're communicating about there is actually literature for what we're doing, and um, and I, I guess it comes back to that how we're connecting to people is, is, is how microbiology is connecting to plants is connecting to insects is connecting to animals. There's so much that we're starting to learn about how interconnected we are. And it's not this kind of, you know, this fluffy woo woo stuff that it's always, you know, in the past been communicated about is now this is where the quantum physics and the quantum understandings is, is that we are all interconnected. And so Um, what a beautiful process to kind of take the the book through through that. And and it's just really deepened my appreciation for um, the, yeah, just the interconnectedness of cells and, and, you know, bacteria and fungi and the amount of communication that's going on in the soil all the time. So let's say you walk into the field, the minute you put your, not even your foot into that field, the minute you even put your intention and, there is organisms that are sensing that you have arrived and yeah. they have incredible sensory skills and they're just sending that communication through that whole field. So that field knows that you're there. Those grasses know you're there. The fungi and the bacteria are, are, are signaling that, Oh, look, there's a human. <laughs> what yeah. are they up to now? Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, that's, that's kind of been, um, been the most fun I've been having with it.
0: yeah Yeah, and it is i think that's the next level you know in where we're going with agriculture isn't it re re Mm -hmm. re-embracing some of the unseen forces that are working in the system and really working with those yeah Yeah. it's exciting yeah
1: yeah no it's um it is super exciting and um yeah yeah, and i I think the more that you delve into the research the more that you read we understand so little And I think I've got a line in the book that might say something like, we know 1% of 1% of 1%, (laughs) you know, like we really are standing on the edge of a void and shining our torture, our flashlight into the darkness. and, And what we shine upon is what we focus on and we study and we develop deeper knowledge about, but there's all this unseen. And that's really what is so exciting about this frontier of soil is just how little we understand and the new discoveries that are just happening continuously that really feed back into how do we produce um, soil systems with integrity and quality and nutrient density, you know, like how good can we get it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Um, It is. And I guess, you know, that whole culture of ecological organization um, Mm. that you've based integrity soils upon as well is coming out in the book and, Mm. you know, those principles that, you live and breathe. I, I imagine, you know, you'll be you'll portraying those in the book. Are there any stories there you'd like to share along those lines, Nicole? Or
1: Yeah. Well, I, and I think in part, I mean, one of the things we talk about is the five
0: M's. You know, so yeah. what,
1: is, what is, where are the different angles that we can approach whatever those enabling factors are? What's putting a limit on the system? Is it your minerals, your microbes, your management? your organic matter, which is OM, which I know is cheating a little bit, but I'm going to use it again. (laughs) And and the fifth one is mindset. And that mindset really is one of the biggest um, keys to success and one of the biggest um, limitations on any operation is your mindset around success and failure, around breakthroughs, around trialing things, around even just having any kind of openness to trying stuff. And pretty much a really, really strong theme emerged through working with all of these the people the characters in this book it was around that mindset of having this um and it is this ecological organizational learning it is that thinking in systems it is when you are working on your land how do we start to look at what may have been seen as a challenge or an obstacle in the past can actually be an opportunity and that mindset really is what defines a, a the regenerator which is the title of the book it's the, it's these people that can actually um, transform what's possible just through, through the thinking. And and what you find by doing that is, um, and everybody said this at the end of interviews was how much less stress they have in life. Like they have, they, they feel fulfilled. They feel like they have purpose. They feel like they they become um, a master in, in what they're doing. And it's that, um, you know, power back to to producers instead of what's been happening in the modern industrial kind of agriculture scene, which is that um, that a farmer or a ranch is powerless and they don't get, they don't get to have the say in what's happening in a lot of ways when that comes to how much money you might be making or, um, you know, just feeling like you're always pushing up against something. Uh, And it's not to say that regenerators don't have challenges. It's just this mindset of how do you address challenge and how then do you um, find, find novel solutions because you've got an open mind that's starting to to look you know outside the box and that's what gets me excited about working with these people is their ability to do that
0: yeah I so relate to that Um, Mm. you know it is what we focus on it is how we can um, empower ourselves to be in control of our business and our destiny which you know instead of being at you know the mercy of everything else that hits us in a farming business it's really yeah. powerful and I'm, I'm sure when people read your book they'll be more inspired than ever that they can take control um a yeah. lot more and and mm. there's people out there that can help them but in the end of the day it's about them being person in, in running their own ship and steering yeah. it where they want to go yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah it's exciting Mm. Um, I actually read an article this week about the crucial role that we have in regenerative farming to address climate and food issues, which we all, those of us who are passionate about regenerative farming kind of can see that, but it did draw attention to the fact that there's a lot of consumers that really have no understanding of how food is produced. They're really removed Mm. from food production systems, um, and so how it's going to be important to educate consumers about regenerative food and its health benefits its its, its environmental benefits so they can sort of get on board and, and make more choices to support regenerative farmers mm-hmm. in their food purchasing and i also yeah. have talked to farmers who are also saying similar things that while their customers might be seeking grass fed grass-fed beef for example they're not Mm -hmm. yet getting what regenerative means so I think your book also in addition to being essential for farmers is going to be awesome for consumers who are interested in food as well isn't it to help educate them on how food can be grown Mm -hmm. regeneratively Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah I think so it'll be a deep dive for someone that isn't involved in food production Mm -hmm. or um because it really does get into that nitty gritty of, all right, what does, what does soil look like? And you know what? Yeah. But I hopefully have it conveyed it in a way. I think that, that yes, even if you've got a home garden or you are interested in food, that there will be real value in there. But I think that's been the the greatest um, breakdown really is that separation between understanding around food production. And unfortunately there's a lot of food production practices Um, that have given all of agriculture a bad name Um, Mm. you know the use of neonicotinoids um, which are you know the seed dressings or the insecticides that have been um, taking out the bees for instance you know there's yeah uh, or or feedlots you know there's visual stuff that just kind of has turned um, yeah people's attention you know away from what is also possible what is you know what can we be doing For the environment and for biodiversity um, and producing top quality food and uh, and really at the end of the day it is those consumers that are going to help drive this you know i think regenerative agriculture if if, um yeah if people if the consumers just general you know most people live in cities if they're not connected to actually there is a a better way then we are going to get people buying that laboratory-based beef and thinking mm. that that's okay you know and and that would that would just be an inc- i mean i think it is a travesty already um
0: yeah it's yeah. kind of scary really isn't it? <laughs> yeah yeah and um yeah. hopefully yeah i can see a lot of of applications for people to get more excited about regenerating soil and health mm. and let the mm. planet um and yeah yeah i guess that leads me to the the next step is to, you know, your book's already on, on sale for pre-orders and it's coming out on the fifteenth of October. Um mm-hmm. so for people who would love to pre-order the book, they can do so on the Integrity Soils website. Um yep. and share the word so that more and more mm-hmm. people can be exposed to the bug. <laughs> yeah. We
1: want to inoculate and pollinate as many people as possible.
0: <laughs> so
1: yeah, please, please share this with your with your networks and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day all of us are interested in in, in, you know if it's, you know, our own well being or the well being of, you know, waterways or greenhouse gases or whatever it is that keeps you up at night. Um hmm. this book really speaks to what is possible and what is possible now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We might wrap up our chat now. Thank you so much for your time, Nicole. And oh, um you. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening, guys. And please follow up on the Integrity Soils website, integritysoils.co.nz, and order your copy of Nicole's book so that you can enjoy reading all about the regenerators. Thank you.